Well, the coronavirus crisis certainly has had its effect on so many aspects of our lives, virtually leaving nothing untouched. And we're starting to see signs of a shakeup when it comes to the real estate market. Phil Soper is the CEO of Royal LePage and Bridgemark Real Estate Services and joins us now to discuss here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Phil, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Nice to have you here. Uh, where is the market currently? Are, are prices down? And if so, by how much? Based on April data for uh, the greater Toronto area, we saw prices on average down about 9% versus uh, the first quarter, which was a record quarter, very strong for the economy, very strong for housing. But a, at least half of that was mixed. What I mean by that is there were many fewer very expensive homes uh, on the market, call it $3 million and above, and it tends to uh, skew averages. So if you take that out, we're looking at uh, prices at about 5% uh, so far during the pandemic. All right. Uh, would you think 5%? Is that on, you know, kind of the better side, if you will? Did you expect it to be more because of the pandemic? Forecasting the volumes was something, the number of homes trading hands is, is something that is uh, more positive than we thought. Prices about what we thought during the, the downturn, because we do have, we do have, uh, serious economic recessions to look back upon to see what happens to price. What we don't have is, you know, a, a mandate from the federal and provincial governments to uh, shut down an industry. And we had anticipated, oh, between 10 and 15 percent of uh, transactions would move through uh, based on uh, an emergency uh, need for housing. And, and in fact, even in the hardest hit city in the country, which is Toronto, um, about a third of the transactions still went through in April when we were under uh, strict uh, mandates to, to secure at home. All right. Uh, what's your trending tell you? Do you expect further price drops or is that just hard to predict right now, depending on a number of variables and factors that we just don't know of? You can tell just how difficult it is to forecast where this market's going by the uh, the wide variety of outlooks, uh, some extremely negative, uh, some quite positive. I believe that, uh, again, looking to the past, what typically happens in a severe uh, slowdown in the economy and the housing market is people pull their homes off the market. They, there's many fewer for sale. And uh, young people who, who are able to get into the market that have secure jobs uh, do see an opportunity uh, to uh, enter the market when it was really difficult before. So they tend to buoy up demand a little bit. And so even though the overall number of homes trading hands is down, that's that the balance between the number of sellers and buyers, call it supply and demand, keeps prices fairly stable. So I wouldn't expect uh, them to reach double digit down. All right. So do you think that this is a good time for some buyers that have been uh, wanting to, but just couldn't afford to get into the Toronto market? Is there time now? It's definitely an opportunity, particularly in the, the core of the city. Uh, and that would go for the core of big cities across North America. Um, we're seeing uh, some softness in uh, condominium prices, uh, particularly those areas that were popular with, say, Airbnb investors, that sort of thing. 
in the detached housing segment, uh, standalone homes, um, much, much less opportunity. So we actually expect to see more first-time home buyers uh, coming into the, the market than would normally be in the market at this time. Yeah, if somebody is thinking of selling, Phil, uh, should they hold on? Uh, or is it a case of, yeah, you might sell for less, but guess what? You're going to be able to buy cheaper as well? Oh, absolutely. Almost every seller is the buyer. The challenge is getting your head around the risk. Whenever there's an economic uh, downturn, there are those who feel more comfortable with risk than others. If you think of the stock market, for example, some people have done well over the last uh, three months, but they've taken tremendous risks. So if you're in the market right now, you do expect something of a, a risk premium, a bit of a, a bit of a deal just by the very fact you're in market and, and you will find sellers that are willing to provide you that, that discount. That's the 5% decline in prices. And then you just have to move quickly to uh, secure a property, the kind you're looking for, because these things have a tendency to turn around very quickly. If I go back to the global financial crisis of 11 years ago, we were in the in the depths of the crisis in the first quarter of 2009. And by May of that year, uh, prices had uh, reached the level they were the previous year. And by the end of the year, they were up. So These dips, just like stock markets, don't tend to last a long time. But of course, you know, we don't know what's going to happen to employment. 90% of Canadians say that have been laid off say they're going to get their jobs back, uh, but only time will tell. Just finally, Phil, I wanted to ask you about the story that is trending on globalnews.ca, that there is an overwhelming demand right now for pools, that there's a lot of families putting in in-ground pools in their backyard, obviously believing there'll be nowhere to go this summer and maybe even uh, next summer as well, so they're going to enjoy the backyard. What does your experience tell you about in-ground pools in a house and its value? Does it enhance it or does it take away from it? Pools are one of the most fascinating things you can do to your home. You rarely get a return on the money spent. If you spend Fifty to one hundred thousand dollars on the pool, you'll reco- recover a portion of that when it sells. Now, it may be very, very attractive to certain certain uh, classes of buyers, but one should never put a pool in as an investment. It should be done as re- similar to a recreational property. Should be done because it's the right thing to do for your family. You should never, never try to convince your spouse. And we're putting this pool in and it's going to make our property more valuable because it just, the math doesn't work that way. So it's not akin to like a kitchen renovation or bathroom renovation, things that uh, really do pay a dividend. No, you know, your you know, your rentals. Uh, those are the two things that can actually increase the value of a home uh, other than say a simple coat of paint. Almost all renovations are done for the benefit of the homeowners as opposed to as an investment. Now, I'm not talking about a major uh, teardown and rebuild of a home, turning a bungalow into a two-story or something. I'm talking about, um, you know, our bedroom renovation or, or a basement renovation, kitchens, bathrooms. They can make a real difference. Uh, but almost everything else should be done because it makes sense for the people who are going to be living in the house, not as an investment. 
All right. Great advice. Phil, appreciate the time. Thank you so much for joining us. You take care. Bye-bye. You as well. There's Phil Soper, CEO of Royal LePage and Bridge Mark uh, Real Estate Services.